So welcome back to the D-Sport Global podcast everyone this is me Hemant and this is episode 5 where we're going to talk about formula 1 with two formula 1 fans Matty and Siva as we discuss and review the 2020 formula 1 season and talk about the much anticipated and awaited drive to survive season 3 on Netflix that's coming out on 19th March and obviously we wrap up by discussing the 2021 formula 1 season so let's get going then Right so uh we're going to talk about formula 1 on D-Sport Global today. I'm uh, really excited for this one because we actually wanted to do this from a very long time. So I got Maddy and Siva with me. How are you lads doing? Uh yo, I'm fine. How about you? Yeah, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. You know, just going to do my thing. How you how you guys mm-hmm. doing? Ah, uh, doing good, doing good. So, um the 2020 Formula 1 season obviously was was one of the one of the best seasons in formula 1 history without a doubt uh because i remember christian honor at the end of uh drive for survive season 2 drive to survive season 2 uh, telling us that 2020 is going to be the best one of the best seasons of formula 1 ever and then the pandemic hit us unexpectedly and i was like christian you you kind of unlucky to say that but then as you know uh some miracle happened and we were able to pull off a 17 race season in 2020 so apps uh, so huge shout out to um all the authorities at FIA and F1 and all the drivers and teams to pull the season off and there's so much to mm-hmm. go through uh, in 2020 uh, we obviously going to talk about the drive to survive season 3 later on the podcast and we're going to talk about the 2021 season as well preview we're going to preview it and all so it's there's a lot to talk about i mean i just don't know where to start off with but yeah let's let's get on with how the season went so we're going to go race by race initially we're going to talk about how the races went and then we are going to jump in uh, gradually to how the teams fared in 2020 and what would be the scope for improvements in 2021 that we'll be discussing in the 2021 preview and yeah we'll figure it out how we're going to discuss that so uh starting off with uh the unusual austrian grand prix to kick us off uh, this season in july uh not not the uh best of starts i would say for my favorite driver and obviously Maddie's favorite driver Max Verstappen uh yeah, because he, like he had like a good record in Austria yeah won the last two Austrian Grand Prix before this year and couldn't win either of them yeah. this time but uh yeah let's start with Maddie uh, what do you think of the Austrian Grand Prix Valtteri Bottas winning it Charles Leclerc uh, surprisingly getting second I think uh Lewis Hamilton did uh did get a penalty didn't yeah, he got 5 seconds behind penalty Yeah, because he uh, that bastard uh, crashed um, <laughs> Alex Albon, <laughs> didn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry for this. Sorry for swearing, but yeah, he he did it twice. He did the deja vu with uh, Alex Albon, didn't he? So, so, Maddy, <laughs> what do, what were your thoughts on, on the Austrian Grand Prix? Uh, the race overall, it was a it was quite like a entertaining race. There was like a lot of action. There was like. Only eleven finishes, which is like quite unusual for a Grand Prix. 
Yeah. And yeah, yeah and then you had like the of... late charge from like Lando Norris to get a podium, and that was like we all wanted that to say that. That was really good. Yeah. 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 Like and he was a McLaren fan, second, so. Like, yeah. yeah, bro, that was a fun way to start the year. Really set the tone, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Leclerc, like, he got second, which was, like, quite a shock because Ferrari weren't looking that good. But, like, for Leclerc, he, he was, like, good at Austria. He got second the previous year, too. And, like, he just looked really good. And, like, shows that he's mm. one of the best drivers on the grid. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, were you impressed like, with Bart, McLaren? He, like, on, um, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I think McLaren performed really well. Uh, considering how, like, you know, how Red Bull crashed both their cars in the end, and the late charge from <laughs> Norris showed, like, you know, showed the attitude needed for the season. Considering we had a pretty, like, competitive car, I feel like the um, overall, I think that was a very good showing. I think that, that kind of set the tone for the rest of the season and how we were going to do throughout the season. So, very enjoyable way to start the year, I would say. Yeah, I think. Uh... What what uh, disappointed me right right from the offset was how dominant uh, Mercedes was. I mean, like it's not just about the Austrian Grand Prix. Maybe I would say like uh, the entire twenty twenty season, uh, Mercedes were. Uh, I mean, especially in qualifying, the way they were breaking barriers and setting time lap records and time records um, in each qualifying session, and the way Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas were just absolutely. Uh, you know, dominating the share out of qualifying sessions was quite concerning mm-hmm. uh, from the enter- entertaining side of things. But I think yeah. Mercedes, uh, with the way they invested uh, on DAS and um, all, all their um, car parts in 2020 actually deserved um, to win, obviously, the seventh world title in a row. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think it it was pretty good. I mean, Valtteri Bottas uh did make me think maybe he's gonna give Lewis Hamilton a push this time uh, for the title, but uh, mm-hmm. I think Austria Austria was the only time he won the whole season, so he didn't really show maybe up next for year, the eh? other race. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Next year, I, I hope so. Sure. I hope so. Like if Mercedes are gonna dominate, I hope uh Bottas just give uh Hamilton some fight because I don't want Lewis Hamilton to just. Uh, dominate the whole season and just make it boring. Like I don't mind Hamilton winning as long as he gets some. Yeah, like, like as long as Lewis gets some solid competition from Verstappen or Bottas or anyone else on the grid, I'm I'm fine with him winning. But I just don't want him to dominate in both the sport. But anyway, but I think uh, Austria the the first race for me was pretty depressing as a Red Bull fan. I think Matty would agree with me <laughs> because. <laughs> Because Verstappen, For me, I had uh, I had a lot of fun watching Verstappen go out. You know what I'm saying? I had fun. I had fun. Uh, we also got a P3 and P5, so you know that was always fun. Yeah, uh, I mean, it it was pretty depressing. I, mean, I I expected at least Verstappen to win one of the two Austrian countries that we had uh, during the start. So I think the second, uh, the second one, Lewis Hamilton just dominated again, and then we saw yep. our top three. That we saw, we saw the top three of Lewis Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas, and Max Verstappen like eleven times last season. Yeah, it was which ridiculous. is 
which is which is ridiculously crazy because uh for race predictors it kind of became pretty uh predictable to say look uh if it's the traditional race it's gonna be hamilton bottas and verstappen so yeah and mercedes uh, quite uh quite easily dominated uh both the austin grand prix i'd say uh, hamilton just got um the penalty deservedly on albon but i think yeah the Aus- the austrian grand prix did uh, set the tone well for the 2020 season uh, in terms of uh, how the midfield battle was going to uh, proceed you know with the likes yeah. of mclaren renault and uh, racing point who uh, were dubbed as the peng mercedes <laughs> throughout the whole season uh, but but yeah uh but maddy what do you, what 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 difference did you see like in terms of how the second austrian grand prix went to the first one um like just to correct you there bottas i think won three races at this in 2020 not one and but also like the austrian grand prix was what? just more mercedes dominant like it was like not it was Wait, it wasn't as, like what what do Just, just sorry to interrupt. Uh, what two other races did Valtteri Bottas win? Let me just correct myself here. Um, he, he won in Sochi, and I believe yeah, he, he did win in Sochi. Oh, oh yeah, shit. I think Russia, he won like, shit about <laughs> Portimao maybe or something. Yeah. I don't know. He, no, I think he also. I, I, I think he had two wins. He had two wins. Hmm. Yeah, but he got a lot of podiums. A lot of podiums for sure. Let me let me just see what only one. Yeah, Bottas only won Russia and Austria. Yeah, he would. He just won. Yeah, he just won. Yeah, he just won in Russia and Austria, the first one. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. him winning three though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Maddy, go on. Yeah, like the the second Austrian Grand Prix obviously wasn't as good, but um, like there was still some like yeah. entertaining battles. But it was like Hamilton won. He was like very dominant, won by like thirteen seconds to Bottas, and then there was like a good twenty second gap to the Red Bulls of the Verstappen yeah. Albon. Yeah, I think that was the only <laughs> the only two times one of the only two times that Albon actually finished fourth. Albon actually two podiums, but like uh, two podiums. Albon Albon got like yeah. yeah. He was robbed. Really uh, to be honest, he was. To be honest, he he was robbed. Uh, of the podium uh, in the first race uh, by yeah. Lewis because and, and I'm pretty pretty sure you know if if Albon had go, that got that he could have won that race he could have won the yeah actually he could he could have won that race because his tires were fresh and he was performing well yeah he was just overtaking people like anything yeah and yeah. i think uh, you know what i think uh, if albon had got a podium in that race and if he wouldn't have been crashed by lewis he would have had a much better season because uh, you know getting that uh, podium in the first race by overtaking lewis hamilton uh, would have instilled a lot more confidence into you and you know it, it was just unfortunate like lewis hamilton robbed him of two spectacular uh, podium finishes which could have you know really helped albon make his case for a red bull next season which obviously didn't happen but it would have made a strong case or maybe boosted his confidence a bit but he's pretty unlucky but yeah sorry mary what what were you saying uh, i just could you like, admit in the middle yeah yeah like like the albon like incident definitely uh like took, was a blow to his confidence but like he mm-hmm. was like just get, like on for like a podium move and like a race win or something and it just went away from him in like a few seconds But like not his fault yeah. at all, and then um mm. yeah like 
Like the Austrian Grand Prix overall, like it was just like quite, like it was just like what we actually would expect because there wasn't that much action. But and it was like Mercedes, Red Bull, and then as the midfield guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it kind of tempered expectations for the season in terms of competitors up front. It, you know, people started. You know, people knew what to expect from from the two Austrian Grand Prix for the rest of the season. Yeah, and then yeah. like one other also one of the things that happened was the Ferraris crashing into each other on that one. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Leclerc crashed into each other. Yeah, Leclerc took responsibility straight away on social media. Like he knew it was his fault, and he got. Mm-hmm. I think he got a three yeah. years penalty for the next race. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty sad. It was pretty sad, and uh. Then we moved on to uh, Hungary, which is again what a forgettable race. Man. <laughs> I remember yeah, nothing. It was pretty forgettable. Race. Like I don't oh, remember what, Hungary. There's a few things that Hungary. happened in this race, like Lance Stroll getting fourth, showed oh, that right. yeah. he was like maturing, yeah. maturing as a driver and stuff. Also, yeah. Kevin Magnussen got a point. Kevin Magnussen got a point, which was pretty good for Haas. Yeah, like that. That's, that's really good for Haas. But yeah, Leclerc finished eleventh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, another thing that happened was um, Max Verstappen crashing before the race, and then the oh right, oh, the oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was this race, right, where Verstappen uh, yeah, yeah, had crossed, uh, crashed, crashed before coming onto the grid, and then Red Bull fixed this car up quickly, and he finished the race on the podium. Yeah, he finished second. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good for Mercedes. I think I, I, I think I think. Uh, you know, Max Verstappen, I always uh, tell about him. Me and uh, Maddie are big Verstappen fans. So, yeah, about Verstappen. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, people uh, like quite often ask me, like, you, uh, like, Max Verstappen's your favorite driver, but uh, don't you have problems with his attitude? And I'm like, look, I've been watching Formula One like since 2012, and I caught up like seasons, uh, some classic seasons and races before 2012. Uh, in fact, my first race that I watched live was uh, back in 28, 2008, uh, the Hungarian Grand Prix. Uh, Maddie corrected me on that one, where uh, Heki Kovlainen won with the McLaren. That was my first race that I could uh, remember watching of Formula One. So I've, I've watched like Formula One from pretty long time, and as far as I know, I could use Sebastian Vettel as a prime example, wherein you've got these drivers in their young ages where they have this naive um, and, you know, kind of cocky attitude, uh, I would say, which people don't like. But as, as they age, uh, they kind of mature uh, themselves into really, uh, you know, respectable people or drivers. Even Hamilton to a certain extent, I would say. I mean, I remember Hamilton and Alonso having their differences when they were teammates at McLaren but I can remember uh, quite a few drivers who didn't have the best of attitudes when they were young but See, like, uh, yeah, especially like, with Vettel for me I... the difference between Hamilton and Verstappen uh, for me the difference between Hamilton and Verstappen's attitude was that Hamilton did it for a season and he also is a very clean driver unlike Verstappen in my opinion at least and I feel like Verstappen yeah. barely learns from what he's you know from all his mistakes no I mean for, like I mean like I feel like he always doing these mistakes which which like you know he keeps driving dirty and everything like that which kind of like you know it, it's a no no i 
I mean, I mean, I mean. Look, I, I, rem- I remember Vettel. Like, uh, I, 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 I wasn't a particularly big fan of Sebastian Vettel at Red Bull because uh, I always used to say Sebastian Vettel sucks. Uh, after every weekend of Red Bull, I watched him at Red Bull. But you know, uh, when when he uh moved to Ferrari, and regardless of what he what what the time he had at Ferrari, I saw Sebastian Vettel maturing into a person and growing up into an adult and I started to earn respect for him as a personality and as a driver and it completely changed uh, my perspective on Seb Vettel as he grew older and now uh, Vettel is a guy who comes to me uh, joint fifth favorite for my driver and like i really uh, wish uh, sebastian vettel well and i hope he wins races like i i like really like vettel now like uh, the way he changed as a person and if you want to talk about verstappen's attitude i think i'm pretty sure he's going to be pretty different as a driver and as a person when like he turns uh, 27 or 28 or something like that and yeah. i know about, about about his driving ability i think i think about his driving ability uh, he he is a very phenomenal driver to be honest and he's got this championship mentality which obviously we'll talk about when when he uh, won the 70th anniversary grand prix uh, you know christian on on the radio was on about you know max we just want to be careful about the tires and he's like i'm not going to sit back like a grandma and he absolutely went and won the race so and and even in the hungarian grand prix uh, the you know he crashed on the, on his way to the grid and the red bull mechanics works super hard uh, in 20 minutes to fix up uh, the front of his car and he didn't want to let them down he finished second splitting the two mercedes which was a very good result considering how mercedes dominated the season so verstappen's driving ability is and championship mentality is something that i absolutely absolutely admire and uh, i think he did I, he did a brilliant job in that hungarian grand prix so Yeah, I think he was like Ma- for most of it, and then um, like Hamilton yeah. overtook him with like three laps left. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, as he always yeah. does, dude. At this point, I'm not even surprised that Lewis just comes whatever lap he just comes through and wins it for some reason. Yeah, yeah, and, but also and, and, another uh, happened in the Hungarian Grand Prix is um that there was like rain at the start, and then there was like chances of like of like heavy rain, but then it just went to dries. Yeah. Hmm. And and to be honest, uh, to be honest, uh, Lewis Lewis uh, when he overtook Verstappen, I think Verstappen was sort of complaining on the radio that he wanted more power, and uh, he he was like, "This is the best I could do with this car, and uh, nothing else." So I think it's pretty sad. Yeah, gave me Fernando Alonso with Honda vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when he used to complain that it's a GP2 motor, <laughs> and then he got like mm. a bunch of backlash. Then get 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 into IndyCar or anything. So yeah, yeah. What are you saying, Maddie? Uh, like uh, interrupted you. Like now, no, I'm not going to anything else to say about Hungary. Yeah, I think that that so, that was yeah, the reason. We'll I think move on to we should have right? Right? Yeah, Great Britain. I think these two races yeah. were amazing. Uh, I think the first one, Lewis Hamilton won with three tires. I was yeah. like, shit, why yeah, the hell? <laughs> Verstappen should have gone. I mean, like, I remember Verstappen getting uh, a pit stop like right towards the end, and yeah, I'm pretty sure if he hadn't got, yeah, and if he hadn't sure. got that pit stop, he definitely would have won. He would have won, and it was, it was mentally like Lightning McQueen. It was like Lightning McQueen, dude. Is the first movie. <laughs> 
It's literally like, yeah. it's like three feet high yeah. and he's like limps over the line. Yeah, man. I, I, I literally, I literally had my heart in my mouth when I, when I saw, oh shit, Lewis, man, you should have bloody lost that race. You won it on three tires. Like all, won, all people. So. Yeah. And like, yeah, like the thing is, I remember like complaining on Twitter, like, why is he like getting <laughs> stuff? Like, I remember doing <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, I'm, Yo, the reason why Verstappen pays because um he wanted to like make sure he like got the podium because like a second place is better than like yeah. no podium at all. He wanted the fastest lap like a uh, point, right? Yeah, yeah, he got yeah. fastest lap, I think. Yeah, he went. He pitted yeah, for he, the fastest lap. He, so yeah, so yeah. He in fact, in, in in fact, the lap where he just uh, in fact the final lap was I think when Verstappen got the fastest lap. Like he was literally. Uh, so desperate <laughs> to go past Lewis because yeah, he got the news on the radio that Lewis is on three times get going and I was watching the time zone like oh shit it's coming to 11 seconds and you know it was just reducing by the second and uh, Lewis got lucky and even Verstappen was like lucky bastard yeah, yeah, yeah like, Bottas Bottas was also uh, he also Bottas lost a tire but he was really like he, that was the moment it was the moment <sighs> after he passed the the paddock so there, he yeah. basically got like eleventh, whereas Lewis <laughs> got got luck, and you know, he dragged the he he went two hundred k's on a uh, three tires, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, I think a lot of people had tire issues in this race. If I'm not wrong, a lot of people did yeah, have tire Sainz, issues. Sainz yeah, also Carlos Sainz did as well. Yeah, Carlos Sainz had like yeah, a Carlos Sainz even yeah, he was I doing think... really well, and then. Hmm. And then even and Nico then Nico Hulkenberg. Yeah. The, oh yeah, Daniel Kvyat. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Daniel Kvyat. Yeah, Hulkenberg couldn't start. Hulkenberg couldn't start. Couldn't start. Yeah. And that was, uh, yeah, was... Charles Leclerc finished. Charles Leclerc finished third, which was pretty good. Yeah, second podium in like five races or four races or whatever. Yeah, which good. which was which was good for Ferrari standards. So yeah. Did he get another yeah. podium in that season or not? I don't remember yeah. getting the podium I don't think after. So. That. I don't think he got another podium after that. No, he did. Oh no, he missed out uh, in Turkey, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was so he, he was desperate to overtake Perez, and then he just went wide, and then Vettel took advantage, and he got yeah, the podium. Yeah, podium, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, then, right. then, 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 one of the one of my favorite races of the season, the 70th anniversary Grand Prix, Max Verstappen. Yeah, Hulk put on podium, bro. Hulk, Hulk what it is. That was amazing. Yeah, that was, third. that was like really good considering like he only had like he didn't even race the previous week. Yeah, he deserves mm. a seat, man. I feel so bad. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like it was amazing. I mean that was insane race. Verstappen took it home. Verstappen yeah, took it home. Won. Really good try. And, and then like Hamilton hmm. Hamilton second boss third. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty good uh, to see Verstappen win the 70th anniversary Grand Prix, which is like a significant release, to be honest. Yeah, because like the first one was in like 1950 in Silverstone. Yeah, yeah. So 70th anniversary. And, then, and Leclerc also ended up getting P4, which was pretty good for Ferrari. Yeah, mm, yeah. Leclerc, oh. Leclerc, Leclerc did did carry the car, to be honest. Yeah, he, he overperformed massively. But also Hulkenberg got P7, which is still good. Uh, that's a great drive. Uh, yeah. I, uh, was it the 70th anniversary Grand Prix where Hulkenberg 
Yeah, he qualified third. Yeah, he got, he got oh, yeah. Right? The, this was the, this was the Hulk and back race. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I remember oh, after yeah, this race, uh, go, yeah, uh, going on and t- tweeting about Hulkenberg because I think he started 20th, if I'm not wrong, and he finished 7th. And I'm like, mate, Alex Albon, you got to be careful because I think Red Bull could be looking at you. Uh, like, and maybe Hulkenberg as well. <laughs> but Hulkenberg was amazing. Hulkenback, yeah. to be honest. It was amazing. Hulk Hulk literally started the meme section after this. I mean, everyone started yeah. to, you know, yeah. put these memes about Hulkenberg. Whenever a driver got, got uh, you know, COVID or something like that, people were like, okay, Hulkenberg, you're in now. And, and I even remember Martin Brundle on the commentary, he was saying Hulkenberg was uh, probably putting up his barbecues on the Friday or maybe the Thursday afternoon or <laughs> yeah. Thursday evening. And then Racing Point suddenly calls him and says, look, you're in for the race. And literally on Friday or Saturday morning, uh, he literally had a seat, seat fitting. And then he just he just went out in the qualifying. Couldn't probably do better than 20th, obviously, because he didn't have any practice proper. And then in the yeah. race, he was just amazing. He was just amazing. Hulkenberg. Yeah. He deserves a shout for performance of the season, to be honest. Uh, a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant drive, I think. He really deserves a seat, uh, man. It sucks to see like yeah, him Nick, you know, Nico different. Yeah, Hul- yeah, Nico definitely. But like, I don't know which team he goes into because maybe Kim, you could make an argument that Kimi Raikkonen is too old to drive now. So bring. Uh, he can always go. To, he can always go to Red Bull after uh, Perez fails next season. Yeah, like, but like, I, always, I like, to be honest, you know. I, I'll talk about Red Bull and what I wanted uh, when we talk about the teams individually. But yeah, I think Hulkenberg definitely deserves a seat, to be honest. So yeah. There are two there are there are quite a couple of drivers who we could see and tell like maybe they deserve a seat and there yeah. aren't that many seats available uh, on the grid. So yeah. Uh, then it was the Spanish Grand Prix. Uh, very again, the same. Yeah, very forgetful. Very <laughs> yeah, again, again, like a same podium uh, with Hamilton, Valtteri, what as Max Verstappen. Yeah, they, they were the only uh, three Verstappen. cars that finished on the lead lap as well. Like every other car was a lap down. Yeah, that was oh, yeah, yeah. different level. Stroll finished fourth, yeah. and yeah, and then Perez, Perez fifth, fifth after missing the previous two races. Yep. yep. Uh yeah. yeah, I mean you know, typical race. It's not really much you can talk about it. Yeah, um, yeah. And Hamilton dominance. That's basically it. Yep, he's too good, man. He's way too good. Uh, which race did uh, Lewis, which race did Lewis equal uh, Schumacher's record? Uh, I think ninety-one races. Which race was it? Mm, I, uh, I believe it was a uh, Portimao. Yeah, I've uh, Podimo, Podimo, yeah. yeah. I, I, no, I, I think at Podimo he broke it, didn't he? Or, or did he just equal it? No, he, bo- he broke it at Turkey. Yeah, he broke oh, it. Oh, he at broke Turkey. it at Turkey. Yeah, he equaled it at Podimo. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, fine. Yeah, no, he, uh, he broke it at Podimo and then he won the championship at Turkey. Yeah, yeah he, he won, won it at Turkey. He uh, equaled it. At, he broke it at Podimo. He won yeah, it at Turkey a- and. And he equaled it. Uh, when did he equal it? Uh, he equaled it in Germany. 
Oh, he recorded in Germany and then he broke it in Portugal. Ah, yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Also, uh, one and, thing... And I think we should... Mo- yeah, one thing that we forgot yeah, to yeah. mention is that uh, racing points, uh, point, 15 point deduction. Right, yeah. That happened when? Um, it happened like one of the British races. I forgot what one. But oh, got, yeah, like, yeah. 15 I... points for copying like a diffuser or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about the... We're, we're going to talk about that... Yeah, break ducks. That 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 was as same as Mercedes. Uh, I I saw that footage in the practice. Uh, so remember that. We're gonna talk about that uh, during the rule changes when uh, for twenty twenty one. So okay, <laughs> racing point can't do that again. So uh, we should just move on to Spa then. Spa is obviously one of my favorite races of the season. I remember I have brief memories of the twenty twelve season where that that there was this big crash between Grosjean and Hamilton and. Uh, Alonso. No, yeah. Alonso. I think Kobe yeah. actually got involved uh, as well. Yeah, it was a mad crash. Mad crash for them, I think. Yeah, so, the Rojan got really yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the one where he's in Lotus, right? Yeah, Lotus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lotus one, Valtteri second, Max third, and Danny Rick so on he, fourth. Yeah, um, Danny Rick on fourth and Ocon as well. Yeah, to, to be honest, you know, I remember this. Uh, if Danny Rick had like a lap or two more, he would have overtaken Verstappen because yeah, he, he was on fresh style yeah, and yeah, he was looking that. really quick. And Ocon also did pretty well yeah. to finish fifth. I think Renault had a good race this time. So, yeah, I, you know, had a good race. My, mate was, my mate was hoping for uh, a Danny Rick podium. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Pierre Gasly Sorry, had, like, Sorry. a really good race starting from Sorry, the back, what? and then he got eighth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gasly, Gasly did that really good overtake on Perez that I remember. One of the oh, best yeah, overtakes of the season. Huge like, He literally went yeah, uh, yeah. touching distance to Perez, and he just, uh, on, that, on the uphill. On, on the uphill Oru, of right? Spa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was on he, Oru. He just, yeah, it was a move. Yeah. Gasly did yeah. Yeah, be- best overtakes of the season, definitely. I was I was happy, hyping up Gasly, uh, you know, uh, during that spa race because like he, I thought he was showing some really good signs. And then, 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 my favorite race of the season, Monza. Oh my god, this oh, yeah. was the craziest. This this has to be the best race of the season by far. Monza, yeah, like, what an amazing race. race! What a race! I mean, we so did have like. That happened. Yeah, like we we literally had like two red flags or one red flag. I don't. And know. that was I one red flag. Remember. One red flag. One red flag. And then because Lewis, Lewis got his penalty uh, for ignoring the safety car yeah. sign, and he went in yeah. for pits, which was yeah. yeah. And yeah, and yeah, I guess so Giovinazzi, Giovinazzi yeah. got the penalty too. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, and and I remember when we restarted again, there was a crash uh, at the back. I think Stroll started up top. I think Stroll started up top. Yeah, Stroll started yeah. second, and then I think it was like Gasly third, and then Hamilton first at the start, and yeah. then Gasly overtook yeah. Stroll, and then yeah, and then Sainz, Sainz almost caught up. May that those last moments of the race, I was wishing for Sainz oh, to oh. overtake Gasly, man. Yeah, yeah, Sainz is yeah. Gasly. Race. That was. That was one of the best racing moments of the season without and also um, yeah. Lando also held Bottas off for like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. Fourth, yeah, and that was he held him off and, and, and Max Verstappen for sure. Yeah, Max Verstappen really went off, man. Yeah. Uh, this was the race I think Verstappen and Leclerc crashed. Yeah, 
no, 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 like Verstappen didn't crash. I think he had like an yeah, yeah, but like they, they. And then yeah, the, I think he had an issue. Yeah, both both of them were like. I think both of them went off the track at the same time or something. So, it's yeah, a, I don't remember like, for that. Yeah, so yeah, think, like, and then at the start, like Vettel had the engine issue, Vettel had brake issues and stuff, so he had to retire. Yeah, yeah. And then Kevin Magnussen uh, parked like near the pit exit in entrance, sorry, which uh, closed the pits, and then um, Hamilton and then Giovinazzi got the penalties. Yeah. Right. And I think for Pierre Gasly, you could perfectly define destiny because uh, about a year back, uh, he was obviously demoted by Red Bull, which I obviously thought was unfair because Christian Honor never has got a good history since uh, maybe Mark Webber, Sebastian Vettel, or maybe Ricardo Vettel to you know maintain two good sets of drivers uh, for a good uh, time, good long time. And I think... Gasly def- definitely deserve more time at Red Bull, but uh, you could call it be- blessing in disguise because Gasly got uh, second in the Brazilian Grand Prix in 2019, and then uh, this time he won the race with Alpha Tauri at Monza, which was one of the most insane moments of the season, probably my best race of the season. Definitely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, fair play sure. to Pierre Gasly that. That that was amazing. Well, like I, I you know, I, I literally had tears in my eyes when I saw Alpha Tauri mechanics. You know the way they celebrated. Yeah. And and this was oh I remember the this was the race where um Claire Williams uh stepped down as uh, this was Claire Williams last race as William team principal, and oh, yeah. uh, it was pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was because Williams uh changed their uh, management and like, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, remember, I, remember, I remember Russell. Yeah, Latifi and Russell were quite emotional uh, when they were, you know, sending their messages to uh, Claire on the radio. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I know the Williams legacy. I mean, like, to be honest, they in the past few seasons I, I felt okay i'll talk uh, talk about this in the team um discussion maybe so let's leave it mm-hmm. uh yeah we should also talk so about how lewis basically cut through the field and finished seventh from like 20th and lapped down yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah that was crazy he literally just yeah, like was, cut through the field it's blowing, yeah, it wasn't a blowing down, the pack apart like if he had like a couple more laps he would probably overtook bottas as well like that's how good he yeah, was he, his boss had a terrible race. Yeah, I I, rem- I remember Mercedes predicted he would finish sixth when he uh, came out after that pit stop. Maybe like wh- where was he? he was like fourteenth, thirteenth? Yeah. I don't remember exactly. I think they I said think he was like fifteenth. Yeah, I think they said aim for P eight or P nine, and he ended up getting yeah. getting seventh. Yeah, no, I I know I I briefly remember they predicted P six with the pace he was going at, but like P seven still fair. Lewis had yeah, a yeah. great car. We we saw what uh, things can happen with Lewis's car. Uh, we'll talk about that, obviously. Yeah, and and also then, like one of the things again, uh, one of the terrible race. Who? Sorry, who? Alex Albon. He had a terrible yeah, race. Yeah. He got a penalty yeah. at the start for clipping Gasly at turn one. Oh and yeah, he just had like a terrible race overall. Yeah, but but 15th. then, but then he had redemption in the uh, uh, Emol race. Uh, he got the podium. 
which is yeah. I think a pretty yeah he got the podium in Imola which is uh, a pretty good moment for him I always want yeah. to have one to get I think I think so. yeah that was a pretty good race for Albon but I, I feel like that was the beginning of the bad luck for Lance Stroll yeah mm. I think he had like a, he had some horrible luck after Imola I think he yeah, was running in right. second or third and he crashed out because his tires like what he wasn't running second or third, it was like fifth or something. He was like on for a podium. Like he yeah, was he was like on for a podium. I remember that. Podium. And then yeah, he, and he crashed out. Yeah. Yeah, but also that there was like a massive crash at the start. Yeah, I think the tires. That's being Verstappen. Mm-hmm. There was like a massive crash at the start, including like Gasly and Verstappen, and then like Raikkonen who got out. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, right. And then, and, then, and then there was a safety car, like, for some fun. And then there was, like, the massive, like, crash on the grid between, like, Sainz, Giovinazzi, Magnussen, and Latifi, which brought the uh, red flag. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, like that, that was on, like, I think Boss was leading at the time, but that's, like, tr- truly on him. He was, he just, like, backed the field up too much. And then it was mm-hmm. just, like, really hard to see because it was, like, a long straight and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. I uh, think yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like uh, that was the you know, for for me that was the beginning of the end for um, like Leclerc and Vettel, and I think they had a string of bad results after that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they got a double points mm-hmm. finished. To be fair. Yeah, but I think yeah. after that, um, you know, they had the you know they had a lot of. Bad luck, and they also the car just wasn't good enough after Italy. I think up until Italy, they had a pretty decent run. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but no no no. I remember uh, the way uh, Ferrari were going about in Spa. Uh, it was disaster all written all over uh, in Ferrari's home race because yeah. they were looking nowhere near finishing like in the top seven or eight. Yeah. But, you know, and you know uh, yeah, even in Nimola. Uh, yeah, sorry. Go on, Maddie. We should also give a mention to uh, George Russell, who was running in the points most of the race, and then he finished 11th right. at the end. He binned it into the wall. Red flag. Yeah, he binned it. Oh, he had to on the second red flag, and he came, uh, like, he came 11th, even with uh, Kimi Raikkonen's penalty. For, like, pit yeah. Was it the... Was it the first time where uh, Russell, like, had that moment where he just, um, you know, sat in the garden with face, uh, like hands on his face. If you remember the photo that I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, no, that, that that was that was Sakia, that was Sakia. No, 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 no. Right. Uh, before Sakia, no, no, no. Before no, no. Sakia, he he had another. Yeah, two moment moments like this. Like this that, year. Uh, uh, he, the 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 one was at Imola. The other one was at Imola. Yeah, where he cried. I'd reckon it was. Yeah, that, that, yeah. the iconic one. You know, he has his. He has his uh, yeah. hand on his knee, and he's like, he's yeah, exactly. Life. Yeah, when Russell yeah, gets uh, sad, it really breaks your heart. To be honest, <laughs> we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, because uh, like, he, he's like one of like the more likable drivers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and and shout out to Danny Rick. Danny Rick finished fourth. Uh, and Emola, pretty good yeah, race to be like, honest. Like he was like fighting like Albon for a podium most of the race. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and then and then talking about uh, 
uh, it, it's not the next race. It's the next race was Russia. Bottas won, but again the traditional top three: uh, Verstappen, Hamilton, Bottas. Uh, boring stuff. Yep. Uh, but um, Perez did finish fourth. Perez did finish fourth, which is pretty good. Uh, Giovinazzi, yeah. uh, good shout out to him. Finished eleventh. Giovinazzi. Uh, you know he was behind Albon a lap down, but fair play to him. Finished eleventh. Uh, Lance Stroll didn't have a good race. Uh, Science. Uh, yeah, um, Lance got basically binned but into the wall by Leclerc in that race. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. He got he yeah. got pushed into the wall. I think. Uh, yeah, and, and also, uh, Science had, had that. Um, I'm not wrong. Yeah, and so, yeah, and he put his head down and just went like he tried hard after that penalty as well. Yeah, even if and then even I think Science also hit the wall in the first yeah. lap. Yeah, he bended it to the wall as well. So yeah, that was a pretty eventful race. Yeah, and even I think I remember uh, Danny Rick uh, when he went off the track, and there's this rule in Russia that if you go off the track, there's a specific um, path that's made using the cones, and you gotta come uh, come through that if you wanna avoid a penalty. But Danny Rick just uh, violated that, and he got the penalty. And if I could remember properly, uh, Cyril uh, on the radio. Safety models to sort of um, let Ocon pass Ricardo by or something like that. So yeah, it was pr- pretty eventful, but uh, at the end boring because Bottas won it. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, German Grand Prix, I loved it because Danny Rick got his podium. Um, he did forget the show yeah, uh, no. initially, but he did it. He did did it after the race though. Did it after the race though, but Danny Rick getting on the podium was pretty uh, fun, you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah Danny Rick, Seva. I love him, man. He's my favorite driver. I love him. He's, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, was, it was a long time of coming, but I think it was deserved. Uh, yeah, the way he, and then yeah. Cyril's tattoo. Oh, yeah. Cyril's tattoo. I, I, think, I don't think he still has <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, he still doesn't yeah, got it. Yeah, he has to. He has to get it. Yep. Come on, man. Cyril. Yeah, uh, like. Like also like notable thing that happened this race was um Falkenberg starting from the back and getting eighth. He got driver of oh, the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also yeah. also Alex Albon was like, Oh, they raced me so hard. Oh yeah, that that famous quote. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Hulkenberg had like two amazing performances. One in the seventieth anniversary Grand Prix and yeah. second was this. Uh, in fact, I had actually got it wrong. Uh, Hulkenberg did not start 20th in the yeah, he 70th anniversary. In that race, it was this race, like, in fact. Yeah. He, yeah. Pretty good yeah. from Hulk. Yeah, like, R- Russell got Russell got crushed out by uh, Raikkonen, and then Bottas had a failure of, of some sorts. Uh, yeah, mm, I think he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then Lando yeah. had a retirement, too. Oh yeah, Lando yeah, like, was doing well in this race as well. I think. Yeah, he was doing really well. Yeah, it kind of sucked. I mean, yeah. Also, I think our... also, a, also a massive shout out to uh, Roman Grosjean for finishing ninth, and he also said that he had a broken, yeah. uh, that um, he had like a broken finger. Oh right, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. Yeah. heroic drive from him. Yeah, and yeah. also a shout out to Gasly for getting sixth. Yeah, that was pretty good results yeah. from them. Leclerc seventh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Giovinazzi got a point too. It was decent stuff, you know. Uh, it was a good race. It was a good race. Yeah. I mean, Lewis got Lewis won Lewis obviously. Yeah, it's just obvious at this point. Yeah, he walked. It was good to see. 
but it was good to see verstappen hamilton and uh Danny Rick on the same podium, and to be honest, uh, whoever your yeah, favorite yeah. driver is, yeah. um, most most people will have Danny Rick in the top five. Uh, at least, yeah, definitely. I and most others do. Danny Rick is amazing. Like people yeah, love he's, him. He's from, just a really fun way. guy. He's like he's like a personality on the grid and stuff. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about good. him. We'll talk about him. We're, we're gonna come to Die to Survive. That's where we're gonna talk about him more. So we're yeah. gonna come to him. Don't worry. Okay, next came... next up is Portimao. Portimao, Portimao. I mean, uh, to, be, to be honest, uh, the 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 result doesn't tell the full story because uh, it was quite dramatic at the start. To be honest, Carlos Sainz, yeah, I like, remember went. Sainz went. Yeah, Sainz went P one. Yeah, like P one on the second lap, but then fell back to um, where was it? Uh, to sixth. sixth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, yeah. G- G- Luckily, Gasly I got fourth. Race. Gasly had like another yeah. great race, and like Leclerc got fourth. Leclerc now, fourth, which is great for him. Yeah, and Hamilton broke uh, Schumacher's record, a ninety-two wins, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was, was, a, that was a double points finished for Ferrari too, with Vettel yeah. in tenth. It's kind of mm, sad that we have yeah. to say double points race for Ferrari, but <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the thing we, we love to see it. I of... hate Ferrari, man. Yeah, I hate Ferrari <laughs> too. It was super yeah. satisfying. Uh, to be honest, uh, we should say we hate uh, Mattia Binotto more than we hate Ferrari. That's not much like better. Ferrari in general. It's only Ferrari in general. <laughs> I can't lie. Like, yeah, like, I, I don't like, like Ferrari in general too. Like I, I was a big, I was a big fan of Ferrari when they had uh, Schumacher and Erdogan and Schumacher and Rubens Barrichello. That was the classic Ferrari that I remember. That was amazing. Yeah. And they used to mm-hmm. compete with the McLarens with the like of Mika Hakkinen and David Coulthard. Oh, I, 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 yeah, okay. I, 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 I love that. I, I used to love that Ferrari. But yeah, down the years when 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 we got to the era of uh, Alonso Massa or. Uh, Vettel Raikkonen, that's where yeah, Ferrari kind of lost a charm a little bit, I'd say. Yeah. But to be honest, yeah, yeah Podemo was. Yeah, it's Lewis, Lewis, you know, got his uh, 92nd uh, race win. Yeah. I would call him the GOAT at this point. Like, for me, he is the GOAT compared to Schumacher. Yeah. Um, We're- for me, it's for me, right? Look, I obviously Schumacher is a legend. He's a goat as well. I do prefer Lewis because, opinion, yeah. yeah, personal sure. opinion. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. fair, fair. Also, one more thing that happened uh, in that race was um, the incident between yeah, uh, Lance Stroll and uh, Lando Norris at like the first turn, where like Stroll squeezed Norris, and then Norris oh, yeah. mm. and said some like, yeah, yeah, no, remember that, yeah. and then he apologized yeah. after the race. Yeah, he said some bad things. Is this, is this also the race where um, what's his name Verstappen called someone a mongoloid or something? Oh, that that was in pra- that was in practice. Oh yeah, practice. right. That yeah, was, yeah. Pita, I think. Yeah. And then Peter called him out or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was Stroll as well because he did the same thing at Verstappen in practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like one thing that yeah. like was like, diff- like weird like on social media is for the Stroll Verstappen incident they were blaming Verstappen. But for the uh, uh, Norris Stroll incident, they were blaming their Stroll when it was exactly I feel like the same it was thing. slightly different because of the positioning of the cars and the situation at that point. Because I think I don't think I think Stroll was not in his fast lap, and I think was it Max was on his fast lap or was it Stroll on his fast yeah, lap? Yeah, like I think I think I think I think both were, but like 
Like, yeah, like, to be honest, both were. Yeah, it was... So, like, I mean, I feel like it was both of them, you know. Uh, it was both of their faults, but... I mean, no, I feel to, like... I think, to be honest, uh, I would put more on Strolls because... Uh, because, like, he was kind of... He pretended like he was in a fast lap and then he sort of tend to stop or slow yeah. down and then Max yeah, Max thought maybe uh, you know he'll give him the room to like get past but he just blocked his way so maybe yeah it's pretty fair on that part yeah like Stroll should have been looking in his mirrors for sure yeah to be honest yeah to yeah. be honest we, yeah. we've had a lot of we have had a lot of incidents in practice this season wherein people have uh, you know violated the track um, guidelines uh, I mean like they were in zones wherein they should have let uh, the flying lab drivers let through, but they were just blocking their way and it was pretty dangerous. So I think we have had quite a lot of incidents this season that way. Not sure if that's yeah. going to, uh, you know, be uh, any different or it's going to be improving in the 2021 season. But then uh, anyway, uh, we, move, we move on to Mugello, where, which was the first two-day um, race weekend, I would say, of the season. Yeah. So, it felt very rushed. Yeah. Like and, oh, to be honest, you know you yeah. know what? You know what? Uh, this this was a race where I was um, very disappointed because I remember Max was getting P1 in the practice uh, the practice session on Saturday. Got P1 in Q1. He got P1 in Q2. And in the race, he was nowhere on the podium. Which was yeah, because, he, um, because he, had, he had a tire failure. Yeah. Tire failure, yeah. And to be honest, Danny Rick got the podium uh, this time. And yeah. he did the show. I, I would have liked to get one. Yeah, give it. Yeah, give it. He was on a charge at the end. But then yeah. like the stopping crashed and then it brought out the safety car, and then Russell Russell was trying to warm up his tires and then he just crashed like Grosjean did it in Barkey in mm-hmm. twenty eighteen. Oh okay, yeah. sorry. This was Mugello. I I got confused. This was Mugello where uh, Russell and the Williams like he when when he cra- crashed his car, he went to the sideline and he just sat down in sadness. This was the moment, yeah. It was Mugello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh Imola. Yeah. No, I no, it wasn't Mojala, I think, because uh, Russell himself like admitted that he shouldn't have crashed. Maybe uh, I don't know. yeah, like because like Russell uh, fair, like fair, fair. didn't finish the, uh, um, but he finished eleventh in Mojala. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Then. Should we move on to this, lads? The Turkish Grand Prix. What a race, man. What oh, a race, wait. to be honest. Yeah, Tur- one no, of the most challenging... One of the most mental... Yeah. One of the most mental racetracks I've ever seen in my life. What yeah, was so this? It's, I mean, it's such a good track. Like, it should definitely be on the 2021 calendar. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that um, and, it was like, you know... Not to be, the conditions were horrible. Yeah, yeah. that made it even and, better. You know, yeah, and then Stroll yeah, getting that, that, the that pole position, that was crazy. 
Yeah, stroke yeah. and fall, that is just, like, mental. And, and, like, racing point one two, like, racing point one two. Yeah, it was a 1-2 for uh, qualifying, racing point. Nothing. Yeah. It was, it was. And it was this good was to see, like, uh, it was good to see Stroll put on, like, you know, get, gain his confidence back and put on pole after, like, yeah. a bad run he had. I feel like he, and he was, like, he did screw up in the race, the first few laps of the race, and then stock like he, like, yeah. he went under the tires and then just was like fell off and he came I think he, I think he, he led for 35 laps and comfortably uh and he also yeah, he did. And then, I think I think his I think he had some damage on his, on his floor I think he had some yeah, damage had on the floor of his car after his pit stop yeah yeah I which makes lot. him fall out. yeah and then also like loads of drivers spun like Verstappen spun but yeah. spun like twice, twice. like Raikkonen yeah. spun and stuff what like has one like six times, bro? <laughs> he, he, yeah, he came 14th in the end, but yeah. <laughs> I have so much to talk about this race, to be honest, you know, uh, because yeah, um, firstly, Vettel, Vettel got, no, Perez got second, third. and then Vettel got, got third, 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 third. To be honest, right from the offset, uh, right from the offset, the track was, uh, to be honest, the most uh, difficult track uh, of the season by far yeah and uh because the tires uh the you know the track was so slippery and the tires were not uh, at all cooperating at all and yeah, then sure. sebastian Vettel had uh, sebastian Vettel had this amazing start where from 11th he went to like fourth or third and he he did hold lewis yeah, hamilton's yeah. mercedes for quite a long time i remember that. he did hold him oh, for yeah, quite a long time uh lewis got frustrated yeah, Lewis got frustrated uh-huh. and Lewis went Lewis went to the pits and got better tires. He got intermediates. Uh no, he, he did yeah, he he got he intermediates. Out, right? He dragged his uh, tires yeah. out with tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah hey me out, hey me out. Yeah, hey me out. So Lewis got the intermediates on, then the, then as the race panned out, there was this particular path on the racetrack that started to pave way uh like one one half of the track was drier and the other half was wetter so if you had the intermediates on that was the one path that you could go on and lewis to his credit the way he drove it i don't know how it happened but one one the left the left front of his tire became slick after the race and the right the right front of his tire remained intermediate and it was oh, so yeah, mental. Yeah. Like, that was crazy. Like, he, he got, like, one or two pit stops. I think it was a two-stop race for Lewis. And and he was leading. And I I, I was uh, texting to my mates, look, Lewis, Lewis is on the intermediates. He's got to change to um, the, the vets or maybe, again, another set of intermediates at some point because he can't go, uh, go on till the le- end of the race. And guess what? He said, uh, I, I can drag these tires to the end of the race. And the tires started to, you know, uh, what do you call, what, what's the word? The tires started to, uh, uh, what do you call it? What do you, what's the word for? Uh, Draining. Yeah, the, the, the tires drained or, what do you call it? Uh, they wore down. Wore out, yeah. The tires wore out so much that it just became slicks. Like, he, he, he math mathematically or oh, physically yeah, somehow changed the yeah compound of the tire which was one of the most stunning things and he won the world championship he's so yes, good man he's so good yeah his tires were literally yeah. like soft by the end 
Yeah. Like all the one of the most insane moments. It was insane. And he won the title as well. The last lap. Yeah, won the title. Last lap was insane. Leclerc was trying to do this move when Perez went off the track. Then Sebastian Vettel. If Vettel had one more lap, he would have finished second for sure. Yeah, he like, almost like got, was really struggling. Yeah, was struggling a lot, but February yeah. we got second in that race. And then Leclerc went on the team radio at the end, and then he was just like raging because like he, he didn't get the podium. Ah, yeah. yeah. Screw almost up. got him, yeah. Almost got oh, him. Yeah. Leclerc, Leclerc, Leclerc was Perez good with himself. Yeah, I think Perez also ran his uh, tires like 50 laps with Hamilton. Mm. Hmm. But yeah, the difference between yeah. Hamilton and Perez was Hamilton was still going and like putting puts up best in. But Perez yeah. was struggling. Yeah, yeah Perez yeah. was really struggling. If it was like one more lap, uh, Vettel definitely yeah. got second and Leclerc got third. Bro, he like, was like really lucky. Lewis finished 30 seconds ahead of him. How ridiculous is that, dude? With the same, <laughs> yeah. like, higher age. Yeah, but, because, but like, yeah, the thing because is, it was he nice didn't for, have like, a bit uh, somehow he... that season. Yeah, and and yeah, somehow was... Lewis got uh, Lewis got uh, the intermediates to convert them into slicks somehow from the grace of God or something. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> that was meant. Then, but yeah, then, I really, then... I, I really want to yeah. highlight one thing. I really want to highlight Stroll's like maturity to hold on to the race. He yeah. was comfortable for thirty-five laps. He drove like he was a world champion. Like I really like found that pretty like interesting. Yeah. Yeah, fair play. Fair and play to him. It, yeah. showed, it, showed, it showed his quality is coming through. I feel like he's going to win something next season. Yeah, you, you'll mm-hmm. probably... You, like, I want him to win a race eventually. Yeah, I want him to win a race soon. Yeah, I hope Seb does too. Seb, Seb's yeah. got a good car now, hopefully. So, hope Seb does too. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Then, we moved to Bahrain, the race one, uh, on the longer track. Yeah, the uh, first was thing a good I race to mention is the Ocean uh, Crash. Sorry, what? Sorry, what? Uh, I couldn't hear you properly. Uh, the the, the uh, massive Grosjean crash. Oh yeah, that 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 oh, was yeah. uh, that was absolutely yeah. that that was that was uh, one that of the most really disturbing horrible. moments of the season. It was yeah, very like, horrible. Like, like, the race was like stopped for like an hour or something, whilst like everyone yeah, was like yeah. going to see if he was like okay and stuff, and like. Like the medical staff were like superb in like getting them out alive and stuff because I don't yeah. know massive, really massive, um, you know massive credit to all the medical staff and yeah. uh, also the the people who were on the scene and also massive, yeah. massive credit to Grosjean for getting out of there in like ten fifteen seconds which was incredible. Yeah, like like the drivers were scared to race and stuff, but the show went on any race and then yeah, yeah, and and so, no shout out know. shout out. Shout out to the FIA uh, because um, they were uh, very uh, firm about uh, the introduction of Halo a couple of seasons yeah. back. And and people were like critical of it because it increased the weight of the right. car. And uh, Halo did uh, save mm-hmm. Grosjean's life, to be honest, because it was uh, a yep. terrible crash. And, and to be honest, uh, it also credit also to the people uh, behind the design of the suits, the racing suits, because... Yeah, for sure. Uh, they... Yeah, because they demonstrated uh, the an incident where if the suit burned, it wouldn't uh, cause much damage to the driver, and mm-hmm. um, it uh, it actually was on the display for Grosjean because he w- he literally came out of fires and yeah, he broke, he I was like, oh my god, crazy. this car broke into two parts and 
oh my god that was that was i don't know i can't i, I don't know even how to describe that moment just a second yeah uh yeah sorry um so yeah i think that was a very um sad moment to be honest so yeah, yeah we got to say like and then like kevia got blamed for that and then he got also got blamed for um like it just wasn't his fault and stuff and then he got like a lot of hate from like the yeah yeah for sure cuz like map blamed them and stuff yeah it's yeah. None of the incidents were his fault whatsoever, and it actually caused them to delete the post about the uh, boring Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, it was, you know, it's a bit sad that you know people uh, blame each uh, other drivers when it wasn't their fault. But yeah, it's just I think we're just, it's just we're glad to you know we're glad to have Grosjean back alive and, yeah. and kicking. Yeah. And I think he got yeah. his cast removed recently. I think two or three weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. No, it's yeah, incredible that, that he has minor burns on his hand. Yeah, yeah it's incredible that he's in it's crazy like, how like fully like living and stuff now. It's like mental. And also, like shout out Gasly mm-hmm. for getting P yeah, six, he... and then McLaren five and four. Hmm. And I did remember yeah, him like, yeah, posting yeah. it on. did remember posting him on socials that he uh, is now free from the meds like he doesn't need medications anymore he's like f- totally fine and all mm-hmm. which is great to be yeah. honest so yeah yeah, yeah or, i think so like double, double red bull podium for the first time that season which was, which was oh, yeah. great as a, right. as a but also one yeah. thing that we need to like other mention is um Sergio Perez because like he was like going on for like i think first like right until the end and then the free laps left his engine field oh yeah oh yeah i remember remember i remember that yeah yeah it was it was like heartbreaking for perez cuz like and then but he got redemption the next weekend oh yeah for sure yeah we're going to talk about that yeah. <laughs> although it was okay let's talk about the sakir grand prix like although it it was yeah. redemption for sergio perez it was probably one of the biggest heartbreaks one of the biggest heartbreaks ever you would expect oh my god that, I, i can't even start about yeah, this yeah this is so, so uh, lewis uh, unfortunately go covid yeah we are uh, we're getting there we're getting there we're getting there so, yeah so lewis unfortunately got covid uh, and george russell mm-hmm. uh, got this glorious opportunity to drive lewis's car for the race and yeah. what he was absolutely smashing it in the practice sessions and the qualifying he got p2 started yeah, the was race like, yeah. uh he was so close to he, bottas he, it was like 15 milliseconds or something yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, exactly and started the race overtook bottas on the o- opening lap he uh, opening took the lap. lead comfortably is leading the race comfortably then one of the biggest and unexpected uh blow ups of the season I I I just don't even want to talk about it. There were rumors that Netflix was at Mercedes this yeah, weekend I but think, then Mercedes No, they were probably but Mercedes later clarified that no they were with McLaren not with uh, Mercedes. Uh, yeah, uh, right. honest. I I mean I can't even describe. So this is what Mercedes had to narrate about that incident. So basically what happened was George Russell um 
was uh, like mercedes always have this habit of doing double pit stops they double stack the tires and they bring both their drivers in and they do the pit stops so so what happened was uh russell went into pits uh then he went out and then uh it was i think bottas who came in he went out then suddenly russell was called back uh then uh, he came in and he went out then again there was another tire failure for russell and he just had to make yeah, three yeah, pit stops or failure. something so yeah, yeah so basically and what happened was basically what happened was when russell went into the pit for the first time the mercedes uh, pit radio uh, was actually communicating with their uh, mechanics for getting the pit stop ready and due to george or someone interrupting the radio uh, only half the crew uh, got to uh, listen to the call about the double pit stop so half the tires weren't there when uh, russell or someone uh, like uh, yeah half the tires were there, weren't there when russell came to pit so russell mm-hmm. probably had yeah. two of bottas's tires and then bottas yeah, didn't have tires two yeah he did two tires missing or something and it's illegal to drive with someone else's set of tires so russell was called back he got his set of tires this time properly he went out and although he went out he was uh, he was overtaking the pack he was looking good for a podium finish at least yeah he went and, up to p2 and, and then he had uh, yeah he hit the f puncher and he went back to pits came out and then he excuse me <coughs> he had to overtake the pack again and he finished ninth my god i, yeah, I literally had <laughs> breakdown yeah he got points i literally had a breakdown oh, man why of all races why was this race meant to be <laughs> the one yeah but but fair play yeah. to perez and ocon perez and ocon man shout out yeah. to them brilliant and brilliant stuff got third yeah. and science fourth as well still got third yeah Yeah, the thing the thing is, Bob had... didn't even get his tires changed. He he had he kept them <laughs> set. Yeah, and he came eighth in the end, so it was like eighth and ninth for Mercedes. Like, mm, yeah. Had... Uh, what what were your thoughts about it? Say, were were you heartbroken? I mean, uh, we got. I think we got. Um, I think I think Carlos Sainz got fourth, which was pretty decent. And shout out to Ocon. Everybody doubted him, but he got better as the season progressed and he finished second yeah. and mm-hmm. Stroll finished third as well. I think that was the second or third podium for Stroll this season. Uh yes. yeah, pretty good. And then the uh, Ricardo also finished fifth. <laughs> um Lando yeah. he finished P10 which was, you know, it's it was alright, but overall for this for me this race I skipped this one I I didn't watch this race actually because I was sleeping. I had a I was actually busy so I only watched oh. the highlights for this race. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember the I remember this race being the latest of all the season. Uh, usually in a regular season yeah. it's the Austin Texas United States Grand Prix but this yeah, time it yeah. was um the Sakir like, Grand Prix for it me like it was for me. For it, yeah, for me it was like 10:30 in the night. Uh the race began uh, and it was yeah. a heartbreak to be honest. I was on call with my friends on Discord yeah. and Ah oh, man yeah Maddy you were saying something sorry for interrupting you in the middle um there was there was the also um Aitkenen fit Apaldi made there on debut as well yeah Jack Aitken Jack Aitken and Peter Fittipaldi yeah and you know shout thing... out you know actually yeah yeah sorry go on and the thing is like Aitken crashed which brought in Russell's car 
which well safety car and then the Russell had like the pit stop fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 you know, uh, to be honest, um, you have to give some credit to Pietro Fittipaldi because uh, he was driving yeah. Roman Grosjean's repaired car. He was driving Roman Grosjean's oh, yeah. repaired car. Yeah, uh, that and, that and was the part of the action. Um, so it's not. Yeah. yeah, and then also Fittipaldi wasn't in like a. Uh, he was like the half like reserve driver. He wasn't actually in a. Um, racing series that year as well like he, oh, he just yeah. had a few free practice appearances i think and also one last thing yeah, about so... the race is um a massive crash at the start where uh between uh leclerc verstappen and perez ah uh, mm-hmm. yeah that, that happened again yeah verstappen he couldn't, he couldn't <laughs> slow the car down in time oh man you know so yeah, out of all my favorite races this season, yeah, out of all my favorite races this season, there's only one race that was uh, containing Max Verstappen, and obviously that was the 70th anniversary Grand Prix. Yeah, that like he just like he's just really unlucky in these like crazy races. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like out of, yeah. out of like he had so many retirements this year, but I don't think like many of them were his fault. Maybe only like one or two at most. Because most of them were just like reliability, because mm. like the Red Bull was just yeah. very unreliable. Yeah. And then, in, and then mm. in like um like Magello, he was like crashed out during that like massive incident at the start. Yep. Like he he yeah. got really unlucky this season. If he didn't like retire in all them races, I reckon he could have like fought Lewis more for the title. I mean, one thing I really wanted to talk about as well was um Leclerc. You know, the FIA always give Leclerc professional like preferential treatment. In my opinion, he doesn't really get yeah. a lot of you know penalties for what he causes. Like he yeah, caused he, even, the, he caused like, the you know, stroke clash in Russia, and he got no penalty. He didn't even get a penalty, no penalty at all. It was like yeah, no. He got yeah. a five place penalty for that though. Like in yeah, at least he got um, something for yeah. this one. But he never. Nobody even talked about how he just like bent stroll into the wall in Russia. Yeah, and he you know I like everybody rolls loves Russell, but like. Somebody needs to hold his like, like you know, action to like account. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and then like then yeah. there's the final race now, Abu Dhabi. And then Yeah. Verstappen. Yeah, I think the Red Bull finally Verstappen. caught up to the Mercedes because the Mercedes yeah, stopped developing yeah, yeah. and I think it was Yeah, it shows how good Mercedes yeah, are. They stopped developing at like Turkey and then they still won the title. I think Abu Dhabi. Yeah, Abu Dhabi was one of the examples which gave me a sign that at least Red Bull has a chance to sort of uh, give a yeah. much more stronger competition to Mercedes next yeah, season. It could, like, it could and, be like a uh, again, I think. Switch. Yeah, momentum switch uh, could be that. Uh, P1 and P4 was like a good good uh, result for them, to be honest. So Yeah, Alex Albon did his <laughs> job well at like. Like forcing the Mercedes yeah. like not appear and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think yeah, it was quite I dominant. Think. Behind, uh, so to wrap it off, let's just uh, yeah. Sorry. I also yeah, wanted to like, shout out uh, Lando and how we we look super competitive in the last in the last Grand Prix. Yeah. Yeah. P five and P six. We were. Yeah. P5, uh, we P5. I think Lando was. P4. I think he was P4 in qualifying. 
And he no, was no. like super oh, close yeah, to the Mercedes. And, and yeah. yeah, he also put it fifth and sixth, which was, you know, I feel like our car got better and better as the season passed. So I'm really, yeah, really, really excited for next season. It was, a, it was enough to get to talk about standings because like, like, like the third and fourth. Yeah, yeah that was amazing. Like, that was like amazing. Every because like, it, uh, barring Grand Prix, McLaren were ahead, and then uh, uh, Sakia, then Racing Point went ahead, and then in um, Abu Dhabi, like Perez retired, like on I think the, the first lap or something, and Stroll only got tenth, whereas yeah. McLaren's got five and six, so they won the they got a P three. Yeah, it was amazing, amazing feeling, you know, so much hard work, and we finally got third. Our, I think our progression has been super amazing for the last four seasons, from ninth yeah, to for sure. I think ninth to sixth to fifth. Yeah, because of the McLaren Honda and stuff. Yeah. And we're going to get our uh, Mercedes engine next season as well. So yeah, Mercedes engine. McLaren's going to be a fourth next season, for sure. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to discuss teams now? Or do you guys want to talk about the moves? Do you guys want to talk yeah. about the moves? Or yeah. 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 yeah, wait, wait, wait. So what we're going to do now, like just to wrap it off, let's, uh, like, we'll initially just talk about our top three favorite races of the season. Uh, like we'll just go one by one and name us and once we're done with that we'll talk a little bit about drive to survive and then we'll talk mm-hmm. about we'll take three minutes each uh, or two to three minutes each per team and just uh, talk about last season briefly and next season uh, how it's gonna look so that's gonna to- cover up the teams as well as the preview for the next season yeah and yeah then we can then and we can uh wrap it off by talking about uh, talking about the rule changes and the calendar as such as a whole so we can do that so yeah so let's start off with uh the favorite uh races top three favorite races of the season so i'll go first it's pretty easy for me uh the best has to be monza gasly winning second best mm-hmm. being um Second best being the 70th anniversary Grand Prix, personally for me, because Max won, uh, which was great. And the third one, obviously, has to be Turkey, because that was a crazy, crazy race. What a race. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, for yeah, me, okay. those are the three, three for races. Me, yeah. For you, Siva? Yeah, for me, I would say that my favorite races were probably Turkey. Um, I would also say um, Monza. And I think uh, Austria was up there as well, because to see Lando get his first podium. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed Turkey as well because you know, yeah, Maddie, you go. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, I'd probably have to say Turkey, Sakir, and Monza. I don't know what order, but just them four. Yeah, I think. Yeah, see what you're saying. Something. Yeah, sorry for interrupting. Yeah, I I really liked um Turkey because I feel like that was a you know, you know, Lewis won his the world. He won the championship, and Stroll also showed his quality. Um, we also saw like you know how good all like how the how good the drivers were performing under like bad circumstances and stuff. I feel like that was like the mm. perfect way to sum it up, sum the season up, and sum the talent yeah. pool up. Because while Bottas struggled, Lewis, Perez, and all these drivers came through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. So now um, yeah, let's um, just talk a little bit about drive to, drive to survive. Drive to survive is gonna have a. It's gonna be the best season yet for sure. For sure, for sure. So if you don't yeah. know, Drive to Survive is like a Netflix series, uh, which Netflix obviously decided to produce uh three years back, I would say, 
so so they they've already done this with uh i think they did this with uh i think it's it's going to do something with american football or something they did they did a similar sort of thing but drive to survive uh as a series produced by netflix every season where they wrap up the whole season not just to show as it is uh but they focus more on the midfield battles and uh close ups with the drivers and the person life and pre races post races and they give a lot of lot of inside stuff and it's just fun to watch it in a documentary sort and to be honest you know the best part about drive to survive i think it's 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 done two good things for me personally because one um like ever since i've i've been watching the sport uh there was a point where i was getting kind of bored with the mercedes dominance and stuff and drive to mm-hmm. survive gave me a new pers- uh, gave me a new perspective of looking at the midfield battle with the way they covered it and they didn't cover like a lot of mercedes they covered a lot of the midfield teams and red bull and all that so which was pretty good and gave me a new perspective to mm-hmm. view the uh season in 2020 and also it made a lot of my uh, friends in my circle watch formula 1 i can now name 8 to 9 people in my friend circle who watch formula 1 and i get to discuss uh, the sport with them every week which is very sick we uh, join discord calls and whatsapp chats and all that on our group during the races which is pretty cool so yeah it's those are the two things and yeah i think season season 3 you know uh, will buxton on his channel a shout out to him he gave us a very good update that um there were uh, designated crew members assigned to teams uh, so that they could travel uh, along with the teams uh, even do, uh, even with the covid restrictions and film all that stuff mm-hmm. one thing that, yeah. might, that one thing that might be lacking from the season 3 is going to be the up closeness and uh, uh traveling much more together with the drivers and all that because covid and all so you can't you have to follow social distancing and maintain protocols and all that but to be honest despite that uh hats off to the netflix crew for pulling the season 3 off because amidst the uh, peak of the pandemics and the restrictions in different countries of europe and uh, the middle east they pulled off an uh, an amazing uh, job for us for fans for netflix to watch the season 3 which is going to be out uh, maybe around the first week of march uh, mm-hmm. maybe they might release the tra- maybe they might release the trailer like by the end of feb or something like that but hats off to netflix and all so yeah siva what are your experiences with drive to survive i mean i i think drive to survive was the thing that brought me back to f1 because i i started watching after 2015 ish and um you know i yeah. i watched drive to survive on a whim i saw it in my netflix and i was like oh what's this i checked it out and you know i was hooked again so and also a lot of my friends <laughs> now watch f1 and follow f1 because of it so you know same uh, same the, the yeah it's the reason i'm sitting here recording this podcast super excited you know i, I the narratives they they follow and like the way they direct it it's so like it's perfect for like the average you know average person who wants to get into f1 i think i think it's the perfect way to introduce them into the sport exactly and i'm also looking what are you, what are i'm really you? looking forward to the first episode cuz lando got p3 and they were following lando ah oh, yeah, so, yeah i can't That's wait good. i i want to 
I want to see how they cover Monza, especially this season, because Monza was a crazy, yeah. a crazy race. To be honest, I yeah, they're definitely going to have an episode named like they're definitely going to have an episode named like comeback or like redemption or something like that for Gasly. Redemption, yeah, redemption for Gasly, yeah, exactly, yeah. Maddie, yeah. what are your uh, what are your experiences or uh, things with Drive to Survive? Um, I I don't really know what to say. <laughs> like it's just oh, you haven't watched <laughs> it. Yes. Uh, uh, sorry. Right. I think you should definitely. Sorry, what? Sorry, what was Mike saying? Yeah, I couldn't uh, catch I, him. I just either. don't know what I'll say for this section. Mike, what are you saying? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think you should check that out. Check it out because it's pretty sick, to be honest. Uh, you should it's probably a, binge watch. You should probably no, binge no, watch no. the first two seasons before the season three comes out. So I think it would actually yeah, I've, I've watched, you, I've watched them before. Just that, I just put you into really good context know, before the. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. and i think even the camera techniques and the professional cameras that these people use and the way they followed all the measures like will buxton was describing was absolutely phenomenal so yeah i can't wait for drive to survive uh, mm-hmm. i'm going to do a netflix party with my friends when i'm going to watch it definitely yeah it's going to be fun yeah so now uh, let's do this thing uh, wherein uh, let's take 2 3 minutes each per team and let's just quickly sum up how last season was for them and uh, after describing the last season we can talk about uh, the season ahead like the driver recruitment and who could have been selected instead of who or something like that and so basically 2 uh, 3 minutes time per team sum up the last season sum up uh, the preview for next season per team so we can just go that way so we'll go in the reverse order this time uh yeah, not the reverse sure. the reverse order i mean siva siva goes first matty goes second then uh, i go third or something like that so yeah talking about uh-huh. mercedes then siva start off start off with it then i mean it's definitely going to be a eighth title for lewis hamilton um he's going to surpass schumacher's records and everything which is kind of crazy you know since we've he's been doing f1 for so long now and the way he's always been on top since his debut season it's, it's incredible to see uh mercedes i feel like it's going to be bottas is probably going to finish p3 this year i feel like verstappen is probably going to take p2 um and i think perez won't really challenge as much as people expect him to just because of the faults of the red bull team and the car so i would probably say under standard season for lewis who wins the wdc mercedes win the title and I guess we wait until the next regulations in 2022 to see what happens with Mercedes and how we go forward. And yeah, so that's it. Yeah, yeah, I think I yeah, it's not much to talk, you know, because it's Mercedes, they're always going to win. So, I think it's just <laughs> going to be another standard Mercedes season to end off the hybrid era and you know, just welcome the new regulations before everything changes. And yeah, I think I think Bottas will be sacked this season. That's what I'm going to claim. I'm going to say that for sure. I think Bottas yeah. is gone. Okay. And I think Lewis will probably extend one more year just to see what the new like reg- regulations are like before he retires. That's what I'm th- I'm thinking is going to happen. Mm. Yeah. 
సో మ్యాడీ వైడ్ జస్ట్ క్విక్లీ సమ్ మర్సిడీస్ లాస్ట్ సీజన్ అండ్ ద సీజన్ హెడ్ ఫర్ దెమ్ మర్సిడీస్ వర్ జస్ట్ టు డొమినెంట్ లైక్ హమిల్టన్ లైక్ దే వర్ జస్ట్ డొమినెంట్ ఇన్ క్వాలిఫైయింగ్ దే గట్ లైక్ ఆల్ పోల్ పొజిషన్స్ బట్ టు అండ్ దెన్ లైక్ దే వన్ మోర్ ఆఫ్ ద రేసెస్ అస్ వెల్ అండ్ దెన్ యా దెన్ నెక్స్ట్ సీజన్ ఐమ్ గోన్ గో ఫర్ అ పోల్ ప్రొడిక్షన్ అండ్ ఐమ్ గోన్ సే ఫర్ స్టాపింగ్స్ విన్ ది టైటిల్ సో హియర్ మీ అవుట్ లైక్ Like the stuff oh, come on really come on ready come on yeah come on yeah 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 the like really yeah the really the season he had like like he, he dominated Derby Grand Prix and I think they can just build the momentum because I think Mercedes it will be much it will be much closer this year because I don't think Mercedes will be like um improving in the car and stuff this is like Rebels chance and Verstappen's chance to like, get a title I still think Lewis will get second but I think it will be close between Perez and Bottas and that could go either way హామిల్టన్ జస్ట్ spun their car around for fun and they just swung their steering wheels using dash and all that it just was staggering to see how they were setting standards for uh, you know uh, cars coming through the next generation and all that so it was quite mm-hmm. scary and all uh, to see mercedes are uh, dominating that way in the qualifying so i wasn't particularly uh, surprised by the way they dominated uh, during the regular races i think uh given that the rule rule changes for 2021 which we'll going to talk about uh, there's going to be some room for challenge i think but i think for next season i think i i, I wasn't a massive fan of uh the bottas contract extension i personally feel that this should have been the season where uh, lewis should have been paired up with george or someone and uh, they should have given him the run to develop himself at mercedes for one solid year and then uh, slowly from 2022 when the regulations and all come in uh, start uh, you know investing into russell as their main championship challenging driver something like that but in a fair play uh, bottas can get another season to probably try and redeem himself let's see how it goes hopefully um, he does i do want to say yeah, yeah i do want to say that i did want to say that like The fact that they didn't bring Russell in this year is kind of worrying because we have our one more year until the shakeup and you don't want to be introducing new drivers for like new exactly, regulations. Exactly. You know, who, who knows how it's going to turn out? So like, I feel like it was a bold move to keep Bottas and, you know, continue with him for another season. Yeah, and, and Russell funnily has like a two, three year contract at Williams, which worry, I know, I'm not sure, but he, he, he's not... uh having like a short contract at williams if i'm not wrong i'll i'll probably check it up later but no, I, i think i think he has yeah, one more year on contract yeah yeah he has he has so i think uh, I, i did hear uh williams a team principal say that he's going to be at williams for 2021 for sure so there was no room for him to um, go to mercedes at any cost but yeah Russell I would definitely like to see him mm-hmm. at Mercedes like at 2022 so it's going to be fun to see so yeah Mercedes I I I won't I probably think they still might win the constructors championship 
but this time they won't be as dominant as they probably were uh, throughout these years uh, they probably might get some competition if aston martin turns out to be really good and if red bull uh, with the way they finished out in abu dhabi uh, they just continue on that path to progress and uh, they just challenge mercedes and mercedes obviously won't have das i spoiled the rules regulation thing yeah. uh, but they won't have das so that will uh, that will uh, take away their 3/4 uh, tenths advantage uh, towards the corners which they used to get uh, with das this season in 2020 i mean uh, so yeah it's going to be a interesting season let's see so uh, mm-hmm. let's move on to the next team red bull uh, so i'll just start off with red bull quickly i think to be honest uh, honestly i think verstappen obviously he's the best uh, red bull guy you have to stick with he's the championship contending uh, driver for you uh, just love him uh, but uh, with regards to the second seated red bull I am not personally a big fan of uh Sergio Perez although he's a very very talented and a good driver and he probably deserved the seat maybe but I probably am very disappointed with the way uh, Red Bull have treated Alex Albon because especially in the season I've said it a couple of times I saw Alex Albon being used uh, like the strategy driver for Max Verstappen yeah. wherein uh, Christian Christian Horner and uh, the Red Bull team would use different tire strategies and other strategies on Albon's car and see if that works and if it works then they'll use it for Max so that Max gets the best car to race and compete with Mercedes which i think is unfair and even like we we saw Albon complaining in a lot a lot of times that Red Bull put him in traffic and they didn't give him a proper car or whatever he complained a lot of times and he unfortunately got snatched uh, with his podium twice last once last season like in the 2019 season by lewis in brazil and in 2020 in austria again by lewis so uh, mm-hmm. as from a mental from a mental health perspective i really really sympathize with albon with the way red bull have treated him and i think definitely he should have got another season to show what he was all about but Fabel I think Red Bull do want to show that they are ruthless and they want to challenge Mercedes before the rule regulations come up so I think it was probably a fair move for Perez to be uh, at Red Bull although I would have made a case for Hulkenberg because he was such a good driver as well he uh, did uh, put up some yeah. really good performances uh, without a lot of uh, training or practice under his belt so i would have pro- i would have personally preferred a hulkenberg over a perez if red bull were to uh, change the driver but yeah, i am not too fussed that I, th- i hope perez does well and he helps red bull push much closer to yeah. mercedes and yeah uh, i think a uh, must happen i would say is going to be much stronger for the wdc this time he's going to give lewis and bottas and the others whoever think they can jam- challenge he's going to give them a tough fight max must happen i'm with you matty on this one so yeah, matty uh, why don't you go about red bull Um, I think like you've basically said all like that needs to be said really. But the thing is, um, like if the second driver, uh, like uh, it was a shame if Checo wasn't going to be um in F one considering like two races ago he actually won the Grand Prix and stuff, and then two races before that he got a podium and he was just very consistent the whole year, and he finished he he finished in the points in like every race that he finished and stuff. which was like mm-hmm. like a really good like record and stuff and um yeah like like it's a shame that Hulkenberg still not got a seat 
but also like Paris is just like a very very good driver, and he's probably better. But like, and, and because he's been racing for like an entire season, whereas Hulkenberg hasn't, and he's just been in for like three races or two races or whatever. Like I think it's the more safe option. But also I agree that um Alex Albon was like yeah. treated unfairly. And like Alex Albon he should still be in F one for sure. But I think he's in like DTM now or something. So he mm-hmm. should just Yeah, develop development he's a then. development driver for it. Yeah, development driver, yeah. Yeah, and then he should just he like he should have a seat definitely, but I can understand why Alva Tori went for um Sonoda and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's all I need to say. Yeah, uh, I think, uh, you know, one me, more point. I think Perez initially had signed a contract with Racing Point and then something happened and Lawrence Stroll probably oh, loved yeah, Sebastian Vettel too much. Yeah, I yeah. Did. so uh, per- Perez had to leave and then he brought in Vettel the next chase. You know, yeah, because uh, like Aston, cause Aston Martin wanted like Vettel as like the main like big driver because like, he's a four-time world champion. Exactly. Mm-hmm, yeah. For me, I don't really... Okay, it's a hot take, but I don't see Red Bull ever winning a world title when they keep, like, you know, prioritizing Max Verstappen and, you know, giving, like, you know, team orders to Albon and, like, treating their drivers so unfairly. I don't really don't see them winning a world title under those circumstances. But, yeah, I mean, Verstappen has the talent. Mm-hmm. You just need to find the perfect driver to suit him. I feel like... I feel yeah. like Perez is probably going to be just slightly better than Albon and Gasly just because of how the team is set up and everything. But, you know, I wish them well. Uh, I mean, I want, I want it to be competitive, but I don't see them winning anything this season. I feel like Verstappen will be second, though. All right, all right. Let's move on then. Yeah, yeah, sorry, what? No, no, yeah, that's it. You're saying something, Shiva? Say. No, that's yeah. all I had to say. Yeah. Then, uh, moving on to McLaren, Shiva, your team. Uh, Go on. Uh, let's go. I'm super excited for this season. I mean, the Mercedes engine, Ricardo, Lando's in, in form. We're looking close. The only, for me, everything's looking up, but the only problem we have to be wary of is that the Mercedes engine is not designed for that car. And we're going to have to somehow fit it into the car and, you know, hope that it works out. But we definitely had a lot of reliable, like reliability issues last year with Renault which we're finally going to get rid of. And obviously I'm going to miss Sainz because he was so good for us. And I wish him like super well at Ferrari, but yeah, so excited for next season. I think we can, if we do, if we do manage to absolutely smash everything, I feel like Ricardo could go for a title, but I think that's way too big, like being way too optimistic. So, you know, I'm just looking forward to, I want another third place uh, finish in the constructor standing. I think that's a good you know, that's a good thing we should aim for, for next season. That's for sure. And, you know, so everything's looking up. Everything's looking up in McLaren. Mm-hmm. Maddie, what do you think? Um, McLaren will definitely be the third best team next year, for sure. Like, Ricardo is, like, one of the best drivers on the grid. Norris is, like, sorry, he's, like, improving Lords. He improved Lords last season. Also, the Mercedes engine, plus, like, the chassis and stuff that they already got. Yeah, it's just going to be a really, really good package overall. Yeah, like, for sure. You know, the only problem is the reliability, but that could easily be improved with the new engine. Yep. So Ricardo easily could challenge Bottas and Perez for like for the third in the championship for sure. 
The oh, only okay. the only thing we need to be really wary of is how they're gonna fit the Mercedes engine into the Renault mold in the in the. Uh, the yeah, the the thing is, it's like a whole preseason and stuff, so mm -hmm. I think they can easily do that. Yeah, for sure. They've got like a few months, or they've had yeah. a few months. Uh, I guess we will just have to yeah. wait and see how Racing Point do, or I mean uh, Aston Martin do. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna take a use to get a change in like the names for like them and Alpine as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think look for McLaren, I think I wouldn't say that they're clear favorites for finishing third next season. I mean, like they had a really good season in twenty twenty. Uh, I love Lando's uh, uh, some of Lando's performances and Carlos. I just feel a little sad he's going to Ferrari to be honest. Okay. And I really loved uh, I really loved that. I really love that Italian message that the McLaren team gave him, and oh man, Zach yeah. Brown, the way he pronounced the river Dirty. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, he needs to improve his Italian pronunciations anyway. But um, McLaren really had a good season. I wouldn't probably say they're clear favorites for third because I think it's going to be between Aston Martin and McLaren. Yeah, because for sure. Aston Martin yeah, for sure. is an un unknown. Because it's it's an unknown force as of now, and they've got Seb Vettel, who's uh, I think much better than Perez in terms of his driving ability as a whole driver. So, and I think he might have um, reset and refreshed his mind a bit, uh, and he's been looking forward. So, yeah, let me just make it combined Aston Martin and McLaren. So, yeah, I think McLaren. Uh, Danny Rick is going to add a lot of uh, strength to McLaren. Um, I just hope he gets a few wins because I want to see Danny Rick winning some races. Yeah, I want sure. to. It's going to be fun. Yeah, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. I love yeah, him. And Lando's gonna, <laughs> yeah, Lando's going to have another good progressive season. He's going to improve on last season, I feel, uh, with the Mercedes engine, as you were saying. Uh is going to have a better season. Danny Rick's probably going to pu push for some race wins, I hope. And it's going to be it's going to be a really interesting season with McLaren. And they're going to be competed very well by Aston Martin. Uh, Lance Stroll obviously had to be there because his as long as his dad is there, no disrespect to him, but he's got to be there. Yep. Uh, and Vettel's going to Vettel's going to probably win a race or two. I would I would reckon next season. With Aston Martin, uh, mm -hmm. they're they're looking strong. I think Racing Point, uh, obviously, uh, they don't get to the copy and stuff this time. But I think Aston Martin, with the money they've got, I think they're gonna challenge McLaren a lot for the third place. I think so. Yeah. yeah uh, what do you have to say about what do you have to say about Aston Martin, Shiva? Um, for me, I feel like Vettel's form is still a very um. You know, it's it's still under question. We're not sure which Vettel is going to show up. So I'm. I mean, mm. here's to hoping that you know uh, Vettel does well. But I I would not be I would not be surprised if you know Stroll ends up beating Vettel over the season, especially on how his career is progressing and everything. I'm excited to see how Stroll does. You know, after all the hate he gets, I really feel like he, you know, he. I want him to become a good driver and prove that he's not just a you know daddy's daddy's rich boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Other than that, I feel like I feel like Aston Martin is probably going to have a solid season. They're going to challenge McLaren for sure. Um, it will be close. It depends on. It really depends on how McLaren integrate the Mercedes engine into their car. If they do it well enough yeah. that you know we squeeze new like a lot of engine performance out, then I feel like it would be pretty good. You know what I'm saying? But because yeah. both teams are Mercedes, um, they use both use Mercedes engines now. 
So, you know, it comes down to who designs a better chassis and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Exactly. So, yeah, Maddie, yeah, go on. Only problem um, is Vettel is the, you know, unknown sorry. force. You don't know how he's going to do. Yeah. So, yeah, you can go, Maddie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry for interrupting. Okay, so, so the thing is, I think Vettel will uh, it'll go back to, like, his best. Because in Ferrari, the past two Ooh. years, he's been, like, Second fiddle to um yeah Leclerc, Leclerc and and that the team secretly hates him like I think and stuff, but so I think like he just needs a new fresh start and like he seems like Aston Martin like really want him and stuff and like he really like suits the team so I think like they'll do well and um then like Stroll he's been steadily improving uh, in stuff like he's a capable driver now for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think uh, both McLaren and uh, Racing Point, um, Aston Martin, sorry, will get a win this season. Both teams will at least yeah, get at least one. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> now, uh, since I guess we are running out of time for Matty uh, because he's got another match to watch, we'll just take two teams at a time. Right. So, um, Siva, uh, your views about uh, Renault slash Alpine and, and Ferrari. Um, Alpine, I feel like, uh, you know, they got Fernando back. Um, I hope he, you know, he's recently, he's got an accident. He, I hope he recovers yeah. well. Yeah, I hope it yeah. does. And, yeah, you know, he's doing well. I feel, like, I feel like, uh, getting Fernando in is like a double-edged sword, you know? He's like, I would say, I would compare him to Mourinho. He's good for one or two seasons and then it, all goes, <laughs> like, it goes bad, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, o- and also, I trust Ocon to, you know, go back to his, like, good best form. Uh, since he, you know, he's kind of struggled at the start of this year because he had time out of Formula One, but I can see him doing super well this season, especially considering how he was performing by the end of 2020. Uh, yeah. I, I think Alpine, Alpine would just be a solid midfield midfield team right now, and you know, yeah. And Ferrari. So and moving up to Ferrari, I feel Leclerc will probably have another great season, but um, I do, you know, I do rate science a lot, and I can potentially see a lot of sparks flying between Leclerc and Sainz as to who's going to oh. be the, you know, lead driver Number and one who's going to get all the preferences. Yeah, so I can see a lot of sparks flying, but I think Ferrari will probably bounce back a little better than we expect them to. And I think they'll probably mm-hmm. be upper midfield with McLaren and Aston Martin. I don't see them having another horrible season like this. Yeah, yeah. What do you have to say about uh, Alpine and Ferrari, Matty? Um... So Alpine, uh, they, they'll they'll drop off a little bit this season since they've not got Ricardo. Like Alonso, like he's recently been in an accident, but I don't think he'll do that good. Like he'll do like recently, yeah. but I think Ocon will outperform him. And then like Alonso will last only a year, I reckon, for sure. And then yeah. like Marino who knows what they'll, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and then who knows? Uh, like what Ocon can do this year? Like if he doesn't like improve as much I think uh, that seat will be gone for him for 2022 and then for uh, Ferrari they'll improve this year they'll get fifth in the constructors like I bet science regrets leaving McLaren now oh for sure for sure (laughs) yeah yeah, but like like the fact the reason why I think he went to Ferrari is because the the chance that he's got to um win the like chance he's got like in 2022 or something with uh, Ferrari and like I think that's just too good of an opportunity for him 
but there, there's like been a lot of ten- attention like in the team and stuff. Like I think uh, Leclerc and uh, Sainz will have like at least one coming together during the season. Like it's yeah. not going to be like, and I think like they're not all uh, not last the season too. Yeah, for sure. And they yeah. and they were placing for someone else for 2022. Yeah, uh, I also wanted to yeah. say this. I feel like um, Ferrari already kind of not focusing on science, you know, because they keep talking about Mick Schumacher and Calamaya and all these all these sure. drivers. So I feel really bad for because I feel like he's already being overlooked for like the next season. Oh yeah, because like sure. Schumacher and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I feel like it's gonna be. I don't know. I feel like it's a wrong move for science, but. I hope it really. I really hope it works out because he's a top quality driver, and it would it would really be horrible if he like he got mistreated there. Yeah, same, same. So I think yeah, uh, sure. with Alpine, I think I I was very. Uh, I think for Alpine, I I was very angry with the fact that uh, Alonso came back uh, like from the third time from his retirement. Which made me really angry. Like, <laughs> what makes him just come and leave back F one again and again? I would have personally. Uh, I think uh, Jian Yuzhu, a young Chinese driver, I think he's like twenty one years old or something. He would have got yeah. the seat if Alonso wouldn't have uh, like come back or something. But um, let's see. Like Alonso thinks he's gonna make them a championship contending team, which I think is over the top to be honest. But uh, like he recently met with an accident. I hope he uh, recovers soon. He is pre- doing pretty well, I think, right now. But I think uh, Ocon might learn something from Alonso's experience. I hope he does, and he hope he hope he like grows from his experience something. But I think mm-hmm. I don't see Alpine uh, unless and until they've got something really hidden uh, under their belts with their uh, with their you know just like. Yeah, with their you know new CEO and new structure at the uh, you know the company and all that, uh, and, and until unless if they have not got any anything under their belts secretly, I don't see them being any better than a midfield team like you both said. So yeah, yeah. I think that's about uh, Alpine. And with Ferrari, I think I, I agree with Siva. They're gonna have a better than last season. They're gonna do better than last season. With Signs, I think. Uh, he probably will regret, would definitely regret moving to Ferrari. But I think, as you said, the 2022, uh, like one thing with Sainz and Ferrari is that Alonso and Ferrari had their Spanish and Ferrari connection. So he he was some someone who used to look up to that. So he would probably want to revive something like that. So uh, maybe he's going to look at the 2022 regulation changes and this season as a step-up season for him. And he's probably going to be in and around a couple of top five, top seven finishes and do some what like that. And Leclerc is going to be just slightly probably better than what he was last season. So, yeah, I think Ferrari, not yeah. a massive improvement season unless uh, Mattia Benotto <laughs> leaves and someone competent comes at Ferrari and something. So To be fair, like they, they, that's a, they do claim to have improved a lot with their engine, but I don't really see it happening. And also, I wanted to say, Guan Yu Zhou really probably deserved the seat instead of Fernando. Yeah, Especially considering yeah. if they if he did get one year into the in his belt in Formula One experience, he would have probably done mm-hmm. like well going to twenty twenty two. I think Fernando is just a mm-hmm. it's just the wrong move that Renault like Alpine always make like wrong moves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
Yeah, the, the, uh, the thing okay, is, so cool. we'll just... there's another there's another thing yeah. like they made the decision like earlier on in the season, and I don't think uh, Granny Joe like has enough super license points as well. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, well uh, that's tough. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So let's just uh, move on quickly because Matty's got like a match in eleven minutes, literally. So okay, okay. nextly Alpha Tauri right, and right, Alpha right. Romeo. Ah, yeah, Alpha Tauri and Alpha Romeo. Um, so I'll start off with it. But um, Alpha Alpha Tauri, I think a brilliant season by I think Kevin didn't particularly start the season that well, but he ended the season quite solidly, making himself a good contender to get that second seat, which he didn't get. Uh, but fair play. But Gasly had a really amazing season. Some of his performances were amazing. I thought they would actually uh, contest Ferrari, and some of the races the pace they showed was amazing. So and the Monza win was obviously the highlight. Obviously, Gasly is gonna uh, be the force to drive AlphaTauri obviously next season, and I'm happy to see uh, Sonda uh, at uh, AlphaTauri because uh, I used to like Kamui Kobayashi, uh, the Japanese driver who obviously left F1 in 2014. I used to like him. Like I like Japanese drivers a bit because they've got some racing abilities in them and all. So. Uh, good to see Sonda and hope he learns and does well this season. Are gonna be uh, they're gonna be around the same place that they finished this season, uh, I would say, and uh, it's gonna be a standstill season for them, in my opinion. I'm talking about Alfa Romeo. I personally uh, wanted Giovinazzi to be in, and I wanted uh, Mick Schumacher at Al- Alfa Romeo instead of Raikkonen. Uh, ever since obviously the in in like. The practice one session at uh, Nurburgring, uh, where Mick Schumacher was uh, about to get a FP1 drive out, but he didn't get it due to the heavy rains and the chopper couldn't take off and all that. So I want, I probably would have had a team of uh, Giovinazzi and Mick Schumacher, and uh, probably would have seen Elort and uh, Squadsman at uh, uh, Elort and Squadsman at Haas. Uh, Haas, yeah, Haas, yeah. So. Yeah, that that's what I think. But I'm not too fussed about Giovinazzi and Raikkonen as well. But yeah, that's what I think. I think Alfa Romeo, they hopefully can improve next season, next season a little, little bit from this one. But not gonna be massive to challenge someone like an Alfa Tauri or a Ferrari, uh, like compared to this season. So yeah, that's what I think. So Madia, what do you have to think about Alfa Romeo and Tauri? Um, for Alfa Tauri, like Gasly is already one of my favorite drivers. But also, I already love yeah. Sonoda. He's like, he's just like a midget and stuff. He's so cute and stuff. Like, and <laughs> <laughs> then uh, like, see, I already love, I love him already. And then, like, I think that's like the right decision. Although they could have got like Albon or something. And um, then for uh, Alfa Romeo, like the uh, they definitely should have went for a Ferrari young driver. But like, because Kimi's like he's still a good driver, but he's old. So that's like the thing. And then the Giovinazzi is steadily improving, but I don't think he'll get a seat to 2022. Uh, yeah. I yeah, what do you have to say, Um, I mean, I think Alfa Romeo. I'm hoping Kimi finally retires. Like, uh, he's been in the sport for way too long. I mean, I really appreciate him. He's a great driver and everything, but I feel like Kalamaila and Schwartzman, all these different talents... Feel like they deserve they deserve an opportunity in, in F one and I feel like Kimmy is kind of blocking them right now, but yeah I appreciate Kimmy mm. he's a legend but I'm kind of hoping mm. he retires this season 
Um, as for Joe Anazzi, I feel like he needs to step up this season or his seat could be under pressure. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's all right. He's, he's not a bad performer or anything, but yeah. And as for Alpha Towery, I, I feel like Gasly ha- kind of will leave the season and I feel like he really can't go to Red Bull because, like, you know, he already burned his bridges at Red Bull. So he he's probably going to look yeah, to Alpine or, or some, somewhere else. Not so. Alpine. Maybe McLaren uh, if uh, Lando, Lando gets have, a promotion somewhere. I mean, we have Lando and Ricardo on lock already for the next two years. So I don't see him moving to us. But yeah, uh, it's yeah. really kind of, you know, Gazi's like st- kind of stuck at, Al- at Alpha Tower right now because not many free seats uh, around unless Mercedes maybe, you know, get a free seat. But that's really difficult for him. I don't see him getting a Mercedes seat. But yeah, and Tsunoda, yeah. I think Tsunoda is probably just going to have a okay season. It's his first season in Formula 1 and I mean, I wish him well. I hope he does well. He, you know, he's another Japanese yeah. into F1, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, and I just feel like um I can't help but feel like Albon really deserved that other seat at um at AlphaTauri, uh which they gave to Tsunoda, which is fair enough, but you know, you could always just make Tsunoda do another year in F2, maybe try to win it, and then maybe come up to Alpha Tauri, but it's fair enough. They decided on giving him the seat, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, let's just quickly wrap up with Haas and Williams. So, I'll go first again. Uh, so, Haas, Mick Schu- I'll just talk about Nick Schumacher. Mick Schumacher. I'm not going to talk about me spin because I want to avoid controversies. Uh, so, with Mick Schumacher, I think uh, I think it's not gonna be like it's gonna be learning curve for Mick. Uh, I love uh, to see Mick in F1. He won the F2 last season. I really, really hope he does well and he lives up to Michael's legacy and does uh, win some championships and does well in F1 and all that. Uh, so, but Haas, I don't, I don't think he can do that much with Haas as such. It's gonna be much of a learning curve for him as a driver and and. Uh, and a hard experience in F1 as a driver in the first season. And I think, uh, I hope he does get a move uh, in, in a year or two uh, with um, the way he's going to drive and all that. I hope he does pull off some good results, like maybe a couple of point finishes out of nowhere or something. But yeah, and even uh, Haas, one thing I can do address about Mayspin, if even if I do not prefer to talk about him, is the money that uh, his dad's going to bring into the team. That's going to help uh, Haas probably develop a little uh, little too much in their car. I, I don't think we'll see Haas's development towards the initial stage of this season, but uh, towards the latter part of this season and maybe towards 2022, if that Mayspin money uh, is going to be there, it's going to improve Haas a lot and maybe their young talents if they want to recruit that's going to improve them a lot so yeah Haas about that and Williams I think uh, feel sad for George I think he really really did well in qualifying this season got a couple of Q2s uh, and uh, you know I hope he goes to Mercedes as soon as he can Uh, and uh, Latifi's had a couple of one or two decent performances let's say two or three but yeah Latifi is going to be a good um, side kick the driver for him so yeah i think williams and haas uh they're gonna be pretty i think williams might finish above haas if um they actually benefit from the 
part changes and all that. So, yeah, I think Williams going to finish above Haas and going to have a better season, I believe. So, what do you got to say, Matty, quickly? Um, for Haas, like, Mazepin, he comes with a lot of backing, but I still think he shouldn't have to see because of, like, what he's done and stuff. But then, like, Schumacher, yeah. he's, a, he's a good young driver. He won the F2 Championship last season. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so then, yeah. Like, and then for Williams, like, Russell keeping him on is a good decision. I think, like, Williams, like, they're sharing more parts with Mercedes now. So, I reckon they'll get, like, at least a few points this season. They'll come yeah. at above Haas. And then, um, mm. yeah, like, Latifi's had a, one or two okay performances. Like, he finished 11th in Austria and then 11th at Monza. But he's just been underperforming, like, in all the others. So, yeah. 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 So what do you um, want to say? For me, Haas, for me, Haas, I'm looking forward to Mick Schumacher, but I don't see him having an amazing season in his first season. Yeah. I think we just give him time. Give him time and don't put pressure on him. I think that's it. Exactly. And as exactly. for as for Mazepin, I don't even want to talk about him. Um Same. Williams. Williams, I would say I'm looking forward to Russell and I, I really want to see Latifi take a step forward in this season. Uh, I feel like he's a bit yeah. underrated just because he gets whitewashed by Russell. But Russell's like a generation talent. So, I I think he's just a solid driver, you know. I, I want him to do a bit. He, I want him to get some points. And, you know, just looking forward to how Williams do because, yeah, as as uh, Nick said, so uh, he, they're getting new uh, parts and everything. Or as Maddie said, they're getting new parts from Mercedes and everything. So, yeah, I mean, it could be a decent year for Williams depending on how Haas do. Uh, if you see them going up the table slightly. Yeah. So I think that that was about the team. So let's just quickly talk about the rule uh, rule changes in 2021. So I'll just quickly sum them up. Um, obviously, th- there's going to be change to the car flows. They're going to be rear brake, uh, rear brake or duct winglet shortened, uh, which would probably uh, narrow the car or maybe, let's say, uh, create much more downforce and stuff. Like, like the the downforce that's going to be created, it's going to help the cars uh, like push forward more or something like that. Then you've got diffuser fences cut down, which would increase downforces in some of the races, which is probably important. Then cost caps are going to be introduced, which is very important. Like uh, there's going to be a 145 million cost cap and there, there's going to be like a 1.5 million per race uh, increase in that uh, going into the season. And there's going to be like a 45 million capital expenditure for factories and all that, uh, which the teams can use from now till the end of 2024. Then uh, new, there's going to be new uh, sliding scale for aerodynamic testing. Then there's going to be minimum weights for cars and power units. Like the, the, the increase is there uh, in the minimum weights for cars and power units, which is better to be honest. Then... Clamping down on copying parts, which is again important. A pink Mercedes won't happen again. Sorry, uh, Aston Martin slash recent point. <laughs> uh, then Pirelli is going to bring in some new compounds, which is interesting. And Dash is banned. Wow. Thank God. <laughs> and there, there's going to be automatic tire allocations, which is um, like, unless uh, uh, it is determined by FIA or with Pirelli. There's going to be two sets of hard compound tires, three sets of mediums, and eight sets of so- softs per weekend. So I think that's pretty fair. 
and uh, yeah mainly yeah. the practice sessions are going to be the practice sessions are going to be 60 minutes uh, uh like all three sessions this season and you, you the teams can also bring in new materials if they wish to so uh any rules that ca- catch your eye siva i feel like um this is just, I feel like the whole new priority tires and everything is going to make things more interesting but I really don't. I just see another standard season happening next season. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm just kind of waiting for 2022 because of the whole new regulations and everything. But yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm excited to see how all the teams do. I'm nice. Excited for McLaren. I'm really looking forward to next season just because of McLaren. You know, Ricardo. I can't wait to see Ricardo and our new car, which is being announced in like two days, I think. Mm. Uh, which is mm, sick. Yeah. I'm probably going to be buying a, a new yeah. McLaren hoodie, so <laughs> we're going to go get that first. Dub, dub, dub. Yeah. And Maddie, any rule changes that uh, interest you and all? Um, the, the only thing is that uh, Mercedes not having DAS will make it a bit closer. Yeah. Yes, say. definitely. The corner advantage is going to go on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, so Maddie's got uh, Maddie's got to go for the matches. Match has probably begun and all. <laughs> yeah, so that's it from us from this part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it from us from this podcast hope you enjoyed it make sure to check it out on Anchor Spotify Google Podcast Apple Podcast Radio Public Overcast Pocketcast and many more Um, so check out all about United and Football and on these platforms as well that's the football podcasting channel partner for this and yep um, that, that was our F1 podcast Uh, so yep uh, hope you both enjoyed it we can do more and yep see you again in the next one alright see ya bye